sing as one for this country we're walking on we stand together to protect this land for the future we're hand in hand welcome to another episode of the environmental as anything podcast Today was a, a great day for democracy. People of Lismore came out in force to uh, to make known uh, their support for our children who are demanding that they, their future should be protected from the climate uh, emergency. They have, as I said, demanded that uh, we have zero net emissions by 2030, uh, which is a perfectly doable thing, um, and that we have uh, a just transition to that renewable economy uh, that's required to get there, and no new coal, gas and oil, etc. So we had uh, the, the students led uh, the action yesterday. Uh, we took some of the sounds of the street and uh, edited them together into this report. I just want a future for my children and grandchildren and I still want to see polar bears if I go to the Antarctica. I don't want to see ice. Well, I mean, we all love icy poles. I just want them to know, like, some people in the government might still say, like, oh, global warming isn't happening, but, like, look around. It is. And we're in it and we need to, like, make a change now, otherwise we won't have time to. There's been a really, really long drought and it's, like, farmers and people who are, like, have livestock and stuff, they're finding it really hard and... There's like so there's that and then there's also like it hasn't rained here for a really long time and it's meant to be like it's meant to have rained and there's heaps of fires going on. And so um, what kind of future do you sort of hope for? A future where everyone can be happy, a future that will be pleasant and not an, a ruined earth. Yeah, a future where we can live in. exciting it's like a carnival and to see the kids just self-organize and take it upon themselves to just be marching up and down the street chanting it was so fantastic so exciting and I think that it's really empowering for them and it's empowering for us to see them being empowered and just for the the space to be creative for that to take place is it's just it's really heartwarming and really exciting and for me personally seeing my little daughter get up there and speak was very exciting and to see her so happy and relaxed up there on the stage, that's a very exciting thing for me to see just in my own house that social change can actually happen and that people can rise up. Oh, there's everyone is here. Everyone, young, old, people I've never seen before. Young, yeah, young people, kids, parents, just everyone is here. It's fantastic. Uh, hi, my name's Heather Wood. I live in Lismore. I've been here for about, oh gosh, the kids were born here, so you know, nearly 30 years. 
Um, I work from home, so I don't actually often get out into the community, and um, I work in the exciting world of IT. So. And did you take some time off work to be here today, Heather? I did indeed, actually, I did. Which is sort of hard when you work from, well, you don't want to hear about working from home, but you know, the, the, it's not as, uh, it's not as uh, structured, I guess, as so. Uh, and all my office is somewhere else. I I'm not sure what they were doing. I did put, I did put a little tag on the, on the group chat saying, I hope you're all going to, the, going to the rally today. So let's see what happens with that. And, and do you think your workplace is supportive of you being here today? Yeah, I'm sure it is, actually. Yeah. And um, just uh, tell me a bit about just what brings you here today. Is this the sort of thing you do very often? Well, I actually don't. I, I think about things a lot and, I, and you know, I ponder it and I read the news and all that sort of stuff, but I don't generally get involved. And, I mean, I quite easily could have sat at home today going, oh, you know, everybody else is doing it, you know, I don't really need to go. But I think this is just such, you know, this is such a crisis point that it gets someone like me, who I think sort of is fairly representative of a, a, a caring but sort of apathetic not apathetic, but a, a non caring but non-action environment, uh, you know, section of the community. And um, yeah, I just want to be here and see and support and see the range of people are here. It's fantastic. Yeah. So would you mind just um, sort of describing for our listeners what the atmosphere is like here today and what's going on? Oh, well, there's lots of, uh, there's lots of green and yellow. <laughs> there's, lo- there's a huge range of people. There's school kids, there's parents, there's old people, there's young people, there's dogs, there's business people there's policemen of course there's uh, babies in prams yeah it um, I haven't actually listened to the talks or, or gone up to the to the uh, main center yet but I'm sure there's some there's some things I can learn some things I can take home and hopefully and hopefully spread around to people who are who are more inactive than me thank you very much no problem good <laughs> Or without what we walk on, or without what provides us, you understand the We wish you to this place, this ancestral place that holds the sacred sites, the increased sites, the places of our understanding. We say, let's stand. Let's say, let's do together to protect all places. For these places are what belong to us.
Listen, the Kangada of the youth. Stand by their side. We do not, and we do not condone violence of any sort. Do you understand? We are not advocates of breaking any law. Well, I must close something now. So, to my sister, I thank you. But I must close this. To the police here today, we acknowledge you and your presence. We thank you. Eh? We recognise you as guardians of our society and community. And today, we will send around a chippy tears for the support and the bravery that you endure. Thank you. So first up, uh, we have Alico Miles from Kyogle High School, 16 years old. My throat's a little bit sore because I've just been chanting really loudly and so I don't know, I might crack my voice a little bit but that's okay. Um, I just want to start off with a quote. Um, my speech is going to be very statistical and probably not as engaging as some of the other ones but let's start off with the fact. So, um, I have a quote here which sort of highlights, I guess, um, the real sort of struggle and the thing that we're basically facing at the moment. Um, the geological effect record for climate reflects instances where a relatively small change in one element of climate could lead to abrupt changes in a system as a whole. Pushing global temperatures past certain thresholds could trigger abrupt, unpredictable, and potentially irreversible changes. Even if we don't add any additional carbon dioxide in the atmosphere, potentially unstoppable processes are set in motion. I hardly need to quote stats to emphasize our current situation. We are witnessing it right now. The inferno that has engulfed northern New South Wales and rural areas of Queensland is destroying homes, natural habitat and animal lives. And yet the Liberal and National Party refuse to take the science seriously and the Labor Party has disappointingly improved projects such as Sadani. Yeah, I know. <laughs> And I think, really, things are only going to get worse unless we see rapid change in government policy. I think archaic sort of attitudes that leaders such as Scott Morrison take towards these issues should have no place in the action we need to prevent a climate disaster. His desire to stick with petrol, gas and utes for the grunt and ignorant and baseless argument for the flaws of renewables if the wind stops blowing and the sun stops shining um, alone demonstrate, I think, his lack of leadership quality and spirit, and he's letting all of Australia down. It is, an, it is an international embarrassment to have a leader act so stupid to remain in denial of the future infrastructure and technologies that we in Australia could pioneer, um, promising significant final financial benefits while securing the natural environment. 
I don't believe that we want to continually be patronised by the goofy persona of ScoMo and friends, and neither do I think the LNP as a whole is overly convincing these days. I believe that we can see through these obstacles to achieve the outcomes that will secure a cleaner future. The youth here today, most of us, um, will have the power to vote in the next election. We can make our voice count in the democratic system to stand up for what is right. We can advocate for these issues towards other parties such as Labor and work with parties like the Greens to see these changes to ensure our time we have on this planet is accessible for the others who will follow. is the incredible Shahani Shepherd from Trinity Public College. Wow, there's a lot more people than I thought there was. Alright, hang on for a sec. Um, okay, so my just going to be nice, short and sweet. Um, Dear future generation, I understand your frustration, your agitation. What have we made of this creation? A place we fill with endless emission, that constant tradition. Throw it on the ground. Don't make any sound, they won't notice. It's only one more, but that is before you realise the damage. It's to your disadvantage, for your children and your grandchildren. Million upon million will look at you and frown. Future generations haven't had the chance to make a sound. Politicians' missions that manipulate the vision of all those that fight the system, that blocks us, stops us, from protecting what supports us. You want to come and join us, then you'd better hear what's formed us. Science talks of CO2. Sustainable energy is well overdue. What can you do to make this change? Think of our planet. We need an exchange. Devastation around us becomes the new norm. It's almost too late for us to transform. What do you see when you look around at this earth? How is she valued? What is she worth? We're not talking money. We're not talking resources. We're talking life. We're tired of the old school, the never-ending cold blues, the men that force fool's view, whose profits makes the ground rules. You hear us, we're fearless. You'll be happy to be near us. We're doing this together, or we will not last forever. The animals are dying, the government is lying. Unwrap your convenient mind seeking to indigenous law of country keeping. Nature needs our nurture now, so act. Yes, the seas are rising, but so are we. Next, we have Beth from Nibbin Central School. Humans are weird. We have everything we could wish for. We're at the top of the food chain, we're self-aware, and the ability of our brains is incredible. Yet, even an ant wouldn't do what we as a species are doing today. As a species, we are destroying ourselves. As a species, we are covering our home in petrol and lighting a match. As a species, we are taking a plastic bag and placing it over the heads of the younger generations and the more to come. As a species, we are consumed by the trivial and fake ideal of society and by the gimmick distractions that fill our heads. 
but climate change doesn't care. Global warming doesn't care. A bushfire doesn't care that you don't have the same colour shoes as Kim Kardashian. A drought doesn't care that you can't afford the new iPhone. A hurricane doesn't care that you posted the same picture as your friend but she's still got more likes than you. When you think about it, this applies to everything. Floods don't care about what religion you believe in. Extreme heat waves don't care what gender you identify as, what the colour of your skin is, or what country you were born in. Rising sea levels don't give a shit about the economy. It doesn't matter who you are and what you want when you live on a dying earth. And this is the fact that unites us all. The only way we can even attempt to fix this mess that we're already in is if we all work together united. This is the ultimate equaliser. My name is Beth Cooper-Wares. Last Wednesday I turned 16. When I leave school I want to go to uni and I want to study film or creative writing. And I've been attending these strikes since they began last year. I'm striking for something I believe in. My beliefs were not put on me forcefully by media, and I am not a student just wanting a day off school. I am a part of the Extinction Rebellion because I am a human being on a dying earth. And I want a future. Thank you. Thank you so much, Beth. Um, our next speakers are Malaya, who's 12, and Tani, who's 7 from the Channon. Hey, big sister. I don't want to do this speech. There's too many people. This speech is important. It's for our future. I'm scared of the stage. But I'm also scared of climate change. Okay, sis, let's do this. What? What, as kids, can we do about this problem? Problem. As kids, this is our future. This is the world that we are growing up in. And if everyone doesn't start try to fix this problem, our future will be wrecked. <laughs> This is a song. My name's Tommy and I think this is wrong. <laughs> My name's Merlin and this is a problem. Wish we could turn back time, time to the good old days when there was no climate, no climate change. <laughs> What is climate change? It's when CO2 and other greenhouse gases trap heat that would otherwise escape Earth's atmosphere. The planet temperature rises. It's called global warming, which causes climate change. How can we help stop this problem? Well, we can all stop using single-use plastics and fossil fuels. 
So, so far in plastic bags? Exactly. Like normal Oshis? <laughs> <laughs> what else can we do? We can start eat, eating less meat and dairy. Is that all we can do to help? It's a start. We all need to work together. What do we want? Action. When do we want it? Now. What do we want? Action. When do we want it? Now. I'd like to call Rebel Ella, 11 years old, from St. Carthages. Hi, my name's Ella and I'm 11. I'm in grade 5 and I'm very happy to be here for all of you today. It's amazing seeing so many people standing up for what they believe in. Recently at school, I had a choice to write a speech, and I chose to do it on the fires in the Amazon because I was really upset about it and I wanted to let others know about how bad it is. Since then, many fires have raged across New South Wales, some very close to us. I've had friends who've had to evacuate and others who've lost their homes. But it's the ones who don't have a voice that I feel most sad about. The animals, where will they live now? I feel concerned that if I have kids, they may not even know what a koala is. In the year 2078, I will be celebrating my 70th birthday, and I hope my children will be with me. I hope the world will still be okay then, because sometimes it doesn't feel like that, like now. Watching the fires and listening to the politicians deny that it has anything to do with climate change and their stupid policies to mine fossil fuels. It makes me feel really upset and angry. Maybe my kids will ask me why we didn't act when we had time to. And I'm here today because I want the adults, especially the ones in power, the ones in government, to do the right thing and listen to us, and listen to the sign. Like, what's not to get? Because as far as I can see, by knowing nothing, but continuing on with what we are doing now, they are stealing my future and my children's future right in front of my eyes. I want the government to listen to us and make decisions that reflect the reality we are living in. We need to radically change our lifestyle so that my children and your grandchildren can have a life. Is that what you want too? Next up, we have Simon Clough. Simon cut his political teeth over 50 years ago, opposing the Vietnam War, and has been an activist ever since. 
He's the He's a former Deputy of Mayor of Lismore and the National Chair of Lock the Gate. Geez, you know how to make a plug for your lull here. Fantastic. Well done, everyone. It's amazing. I'd just like to thank Uncle Roy and Uncle Tony uh, for the welcome. You know, 60,000 years in Australia and it was sustainable it was beautiful people had time for relationships and each other we can do it it was done by our First Nation people we can do it and I look around and I'm just so blown out by the energy, the commitment, the creativity, the wisdom, the beauty of our younger people. It's utterly amazing. And I just need to say, I'm the token adult. I'm a follower here. I'm not a leader, I'm a supporter. And let me also say, where are these adults? Uh, these adults who have put down Greta Thunberg, you know, um, the, the people, the Andrew Bolts, who cast horrible dispersions on her nature and uh, her fantastic speeches. Where are the people like, you know, the uh, MPs uh, who have put down the whole school strike? You know, good question. But look, you know, if governments fail us, if our MPs fail us, what are we to do? It has to be us. It has to be our young people. It has to be our old people. It has to be our community. And this just gives me so much hope, so much joy to see this happening here. But look, this is a community that started before. You know, we have history. And let's have a quick look at that. 40 years ago, we had the first successful rainforest protest in the world. And what did we do? We won. And we created the Border Rangers National Park. We created Chalundi. Chalundi was won. The Northeast Forest Alliance was part of this community. And while I'm on that point, remember that in two to three weeks, the Forestry Corporation is going into Braemar Forest, public forest, just 20 miles, 20 kilometers south of Casino. And there are approximately 60 casino, uh, koalas living in that forest. They will all die because it will be logged to the last bloody tree. So what I want you to do, go to the NIFA store, give them your phone number, your mobile number, so they can text you, so we can get this sort of turnout on that day when it happens. Because this is climate action. Absolutely. Yeah! Well said! And not only has this community stood up for the forests, you know, there was a fantastic response from this community for the threat of nuclear war. And of course, we've only got to think back five years, five and a half years now, when we fought Midgasco 
and the unconventional gas. And we brought the community together. We brought together the Deep Greens, the Light Greens, the National Party, everybody. And we won. 150 communities declare themselves gas oil free in this region. We cleaned up. What a community. Fantastic strength. And what I have to say to you now is climate change is very personal. No, we have fires in Drake. We have fires around Tenerfield. And not only that, we are running out of water all over New South Wales. I spoke to a friend in Queensland recently. Stanthorpe has got 6% of its dam water. That's a whole city. You know? And that's not one. We've got cities you know, out west which are running and run out of water. So when that happens, climate becomes very personal and people are prepared to act. So now is our time to act. Yeah! And let me just say, you know, we've had some very significant winds lately. They're not often known of. But just two days ago, the Independent Planning Commission stopped a $700 million coal mine in the Bailong Valley. And why did they stop it? They stopped it because of its impact on water, its impact on future generations because of climate, and because of loss of agricultural land. So, it's happening, and that's on top of the Rocky Hill coal mine that was stopped. So the movement is happening. You know, the authorities are starting to say, this is real. We have to rub their noses in it. Now, really make them understand that this is critical. This is absolute extinction, and we have to do it now. So I just have one last thing. It's a chant. The community, united, will never be defeated. 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 Thank you so much. Dear Ella, Frey, Grace, Aleko, Malaya, Kai, Tommy, Beth, and all the young people here, we hear you. I don't want you to feel alone. I don't want you to be afraid. I want to stand with you. I pledge to do everything that I can do in my power and within my capacity to make the future a better place for you. And all these people 
here today and many, many more across the world would say the same. We're all standing together with you and we want to reshape this story and we want to usher in a better future for you and for your children. That's why we're here and we're going to do that together. And it's okay for all of us to have our feelings that we have, that's part of our intelligence, and it creates the courage for us to move forward as a community, standing up. But the, what, a, what an amazing movement. We've had, I think, October last year, the Extinction Rebellion k kicked off. Yep. I'm not quite sure when the first student strike for climate was, about the same time, really, as I, I recall. It was a year ago, yeah. Yeah, so both are year-old movements, and they've aligned there yesterday. Mm. Um, they've just blossomed like a... A fungus out of the, the wall, out of the, like a bracket <laughs> fungus coming out of a tree. Um, they've just ballooned. They're amazing. Yeah. And, and I don't know what the, exactly that figure is, 3 point something percent. They say 3.5. That's the theory. As a tipping point. Yep. That's well, wherever that point is, um, this is really the way to get there, um, mm. to see these people mobilise across the world. I can't remember exactly the figure. Something like 200,000 people in New York today. Wow. Um, that's big, fantastic. Big, big. Across the world, millions of people have marched mm. in these last couple of days. Mm. So um, if politicians aren't paying attention to this, uh, there's something really wrong with them and they're going um, well, to regret it. They'll pay the consequences. If they're not paying attention, they will pay the price because uh, the, the people are rising up. People are, have, have lost their blinkers. They are going to be uh, marching. They're going to be speaking. Uh, they're going to be making the changes that need to That's be made. That's right. They're going to be leading. They're mm. going to be doing it. They're mm. going to uh, supplant the politicians that are in there now. Politicians think they can talk down to children about the future. They really should get their heads out of their asses. Hmm. To put it politely. Just to put it politely. <laughs> anyway, speaking of putting it politely, we've got a track and then we're going to wrap up this show. Are you looking for the courage to face the hard facts about our environmental crises? Do you want honest reporting on the global solutions that are at our fingertips? Would you like to know what simple, effective local actions you can take to make a positive difference to the state of the world today? Tune in to Environmental As Anything on 92.9 River FM every Saturday from 2 to 5 for all the news, interviews and analysis you need to make the future you want. For the future, we're hand in hand.